It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Gamer Heroes, a Heroes Podcast Network production. Each episode, we discuss the latest gaming news and then bring on a guest or two for an in-depth discussion on specific games, franchises, and more. It's game time. Greetings, programs, and welcome back to Gamer Heroes, the video game podcast on the Heroes Podcast Network. I am your host, Derek, and we have a little bit of a schedule format change happening here. So, since our return, it has been a bi-weekly show, and we've had a segment where I talk about gaming news, and then I bring on a guest or guests to talk about something more specific, a game, a franchise, something like that. Well, there's just so much gaming news in the world that I can't cover it all uh, doing it every other week. It's just, it's too much, and I'm by myself, so I just want to make sure that I'm doing a good job at that. So here's what we're going to do. Sometimes you're going to get a bonus episode of content, and that's basically what this is. This is a bonus news-only episode of the latest going on in the gaming world. What does that mean about our big Halo discussion? Well, that will happen next week. And that way, if there's any big news between now and then, I can cover that too. Uh, And then we'll just dive into Halo. We're going to be talking about the video games, the different releases of them. We'll be talking about the miniseries and some of the animated content and our thoughts about Infinite that comes out later this year. So you can look forward to that next week. And so this week, we're going to be talking... And by we, of course, I mean me, we'll be talking video game news. So we have a few different things that I want to hit on. First, let's talk PS5. Of course, we had the rescheduled Future of Gaming PS5 reveal event, and we got to see it. We got our first look at the PlayStation 5. If you haven't seen it yet, check out our feed at Gamer Heroes Pod on Twitter. You'll see some pictures from it. It's a pretty different design. It's white and black. It's got some blue lighting. It is large. It is a big freaking console. I am personally a little concerned about where it might fit in my main entertainment center. Um, I might have to move some stuff around to figure out where that's going to go when and if I actually get my hands on one. I say that because we still do not know the price range. 
Um, but we do know that there will be a digital only edition of the PS5. The digital edition will not have a disk drive. So if you look at all the pictures, there's two versions of it. One with the disk drive, it actually creates a little bit of a hump um, on the console where the disk drive is. And then there will be a digital only edition that does not have that drive. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, I did not know that that was coming personally. So that's that was a big surprise. And it does adjust my my guesses on the price range for the PS5 because we did know already that there were going to be two different hard drive options for the PS5. Um, one that's 800 and change gigabytes and then one that's larger. Um, now we also know that there'll be a digital edition. So I'm assuming both editions, the standard and digital edition, will have the dual hard drive versions, variants. So that gives us four different SKUs, so to speak, for the PS5. We still don't know the price ranges for those. I have some personal guesses on what I think those are going to come out at, but I'm going to save that for another time, maybe another discussion. We'll see. Um, but other than that, we got a first look at some games. They officially announced Horizon Forbidden West, which is uh, basically Horizon's, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Um, it looks freaking gorgeous. It's beautiful. The setting is wonderful. I'm stoked to play this game. It doesn't come out until sometime in 2021, though. We have no date for that at all. Um, and then that was kind of my, my, my big kind of disappointment from the future of gaming event is most of this content is games that either have zero release date in sight, um, or are not even exclusives. A lot of the stuff like resident, resident evil eight village. It's a brilliant freaking name. If you spell out village as like the Roman numeral eight, it's wonderful, but it's going to be, you know, multi-platform and, and all that kind of stuff. The really big announcement was, what they're calling Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. And this is a companion story to the PS4 Spider-Man game. It says holiday 2020. So we believe that'll be coming out in November or December. So at least that's in sight, right? We're just a few months away from it. And it's going to focus on Miles Morales Spider-Man, who, uh, if you don't know, there's well, he's the main character in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the animated film, but he's also has a, a long history in the comic books and, and some of the other animated content. Uh, pretty cool character. I really like the Miles Morales Spider-Man. The short clips we got look great, so I'm looking forward to learning more about it. It feels like, and what we're, we're hearing is that it is a standalone game, but it is shorter than like the full Spider-Man game, right? It's more of a companion story. It's a little bit shorter and likely will be cheaper than the $60 price tag, but we'll have to see. Other games, uh, we got another Ratchet and Clank coming called Rift Apart. That was uh, officially announced as well. There's a new Gran Turismo 7 that is on the way for it. Again, no release dates for those. Um, and we got another look at Deathloop, which is supposed to be a holiday 2020. So I guess we'll, we'll be seeing that. Um, it's releasing on PS5 and PC. Uh, we got our first looks at NBA 2K21, which is coming out, of course, this year. So that's pretty cool as well. So that's what you have from the uh, the Future of Gaming event. Um, lots of other games were kind of just shown briefly, but nothing that I'm like super stoked about personally, uh, mainly because there's, there's very little release information on this stuff. So we'll have to come back to those types of things. All right. All right. Now, what game am I really excited about? Well, that actually comes from EA. 
Star Wars Squadrons. This game uh, looks super freaking cool. It's coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC on the 2nd of October of this year. Uh, The PC and PlayStation versions will also support VR. And it's a ship game. You're flying X-Wings and TIE Fighters and the sort. And it is a first-person game. It's going to have multiplayer as well as a single-player campaign story. I am really excited for this game. It looks super cool. I love the Star Wars universe. And while Battlefront 2 is really, really good, actually, especially compared to the previous one in the remake branch of that that title, um, this is what I'm really looking forward to getting in a fighter with my friends in their fighters and having this squadron. It looks like it's going to be like five person squadrons and you're going to have missions to go on and you're each going to have different tasks. It just seems really cool. And the graphics look great. You're definitely going to want to check out the trailer for this thing. It just looks awesome. I'm a little concerned that they are putting it as a first person only game. Uh, I, maybe the handling will be fine. I'm a little worried that flying these things is going to be tough. If you move in the first person in any of the ships in Battlefront 2, it's just it, I find it very difficult to fly around, but we'll see. What's also interesting is not only will this game have zero mi- microtransactions, none, it's not a uh, game as a service in any way, it's also only going to be $40, not $60. So that's really interesting. I'll be curious to see the the length and depth of the content provided in this game. I think it's it's really interesting and you know I'm really hoping that it's going to be pretty good. So, other things going on, you know, there's lots of other news. The biggest thing that broke today is Microsoft is shutting down Mixer and is instead going to be working with Facebook Gaming, which is just super interesting uh to me this change is supposed to be happening on july 22nd so a month from the day i'm recording this a month from the day of the announcement which is just uh, crazy to me Um, mixer of course is a direct competitor to twitch and paid a lot of money for several streamers to move from twitch to be exclusive mixer streamers um and you know i'm very curious to see how that's going to shake out Microsoft acquired Mixer back in 2016 and, you know, they rebranded it the following year and and that kind of thing. But it was really the last year or two that they started putting money into it at a big level and getting real attention. So um, the reports are saying that the main reason that they decided to go this route has to do with Project xCloud being a big factor uh, to how they want to move forward with things. But you know, Facebook gaming is something I have not touched at all. I'm not familiar with it. I don't use it. So I'm going to have to spend some time looking in to that type of thing. So, um, the, uh, the article that, that I'm referencing here and you can see it in the show notes is from IGN. And it actually says that, uh, some of these, these personalities like Ninja, for example, are going to be, uh, free to go wherever they want. And, uh, that's a big change after those exclusivity contracts were, Pretty uh, big conversation a little while back. So there you have it. 
on the Nintendo side of things, because let's not leave out Nintendo, uh, they've done some interesting stuff recently. So first off, Smash Brothers Ultimate um, is doing a weird little promotion with Bethesda and Fallout. So, you know, I'm a big Fallout fan if you listen to our last episode about Fallout 76. And for the low, low price of 75 cents, you can buy a Fallout mascot costume for your Mii Fighter character in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for Nintendo Switch. Um, not the most exciting thing in the world because it's not a dedicated character. It's just a skin. It's a costume for the fighter, um, which is a, uh, a, a, a me character. So you can kind of play as yourself in smash brothers, but it's kind of cute. It's fun for 75 cents. I mean, I'm, I'll pick that up so I can play as the vault boy. Um, I think it's kind of cool. It's, it, he looks just like the vault boy and, and all that. Um, I do want to play with it and see if maybe he does the, like the thumbs up or something like that as a, as an emote. I don't know. A taunt is what they call him in, in super smash brothers. So, um, but other costumes included will be from Tekken, Splatoon, and ARMS, which Nintendo uh, is still focusing on after all of this time. So there you go. The other thing in Nintendo news has to do with mobile gaming. So Nintendo has tried its hand at mobile gaming in the last few years. You've had Super Mario Run. You've had Animal Crossing uh, Pocket Camp. They've got the Mario Kart game. Of course, partnered with the Pokemon Company in the Antic is Pokemon Go. But um, some of these things haven't been as successful as, as others. Um, and because of that, they've decided that they are going to be kind of taking a step back from the mobile gaming world and focusing back on their consoles. Um, reportedly, they have nothing new in development for mobile games at all. And some of this has to do with the, the success of Animal Crossing New Horizons, which um, sent Nintendo shares super high. It's been incredibly successful. We had an episode about that a few weeks ago, if you want to listen to that. And so instead, they're going to pull away any focus that they had on things like Mario Kart Tour and move back to their they're more bread and butter console based gaming. So I think, you know, having the switch be that hybrid console, both home and handheld, it's a unique situation and they're not developing, you know, DS games anymore, which Nintendo has been very used to doing. So they're going to be stepping back from the mobile world relatively soon. Another Nintendo news, and this is what I'm really excited about is the return of Pokemon snap. Uh, what is Pokemon Snap? So Pokemon Snap originally came out for the Nintendo 64. And basically you would go around and you would take photos of Pokemon. And that's kind of how you would build up your Pokedex, right? You didn't have to catch them. You didn't have to fight them with each other. You were just exploring and taking fun pictures of what at the time were really cool looking Pokemon because, you know, we had only really seen them on Game Boy prior to that. So uh, the Pokemon Company's official description is, quote, the new Pokemon Snap game for the Nintendo Switch system is based on its namesake, which was first released for the Nintendo 64 console in 1999. This game will take trainers on an adventure to unknown islands, overflowing with natural sites such as jungles and beaches, where they can research various Pokemon in their natural habitats. They will take photos to make their very own in-game Pokemon Pokédex, or excuse me, Pokemon Photo Decks, all while discovering new, never-before-seen Pokemon expressions and behaviors. So I'm really excited. I think it's a cute game. Um, it's going to have different like geographical areas, like jungles and things like that, uh, which is going to be really cool. Um, and in learning more about this, I actually didn't realize that Pokemon Snap 
showed up on the virtual console for the for the Wii U. So I'm a little bummed I didn't know that because I lost my 64 copy years ago, sadly. But I'm excited about this. I think it'll be cute and fun. And Pokemon's had such a massive resurgence. It's, it's always been popular, of course. But this massive resurgence with the Detective Pikachu movie and uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield just, and Pokemon Go just all being so successful that this is something I'm really looking forward to. Um, tangential to this, uh, somewhat related, is with Pokemon Go, they are going to be introducing Mega Evolutions. So I'm sure that's something that we'll talk about as that becomes more apparent to the game. Okay, well, I think I have rambled on quite enough about gaming news for this week. We've covered some PlayStation stuff, some Microsoft stuff, we've covered some Nintendo stuff, and we talked some Star Wars. I think that's pretty good. It's well-rounded. Like I said, though, we'll be back next week. Next week, we're going to be talking Halo and the Halo franchise. We'll be discussing all of the primary games. We'll be talking about some things we're, we're looking forward to, some things we like and don't like, what we want from Infinite whether or not we think we're getting infinite, all that kind of good stuff. And I'm looking forward to it. I just finished uh, my first playthrough of Halo CE in the Master Chief collection. Uh, I did co-op with my wife, uh, who had never had a chance to play. And so this was my first way playing it that way. I had played it, um, the original, of course, on Xbox and the original on PC, as well as the Anniversary Edition on 360. So there you have it. And that will be our topic next week. So I hope that you enjoyed our little news bonus episode today. And I hope you will join me next week to talk the Halo franchise and the state of that. I am, of course, Derek. You can find me at the Star Trek dude on Twitter if you want to talk video games with me. And of course, the show is at Gamer Heroes Pod on Twitter or HeroesPodcast.com and the Heroes Podcast Network on Facebook. The show is available pretty much wherever you want it to be. So uh, hopefully you'll subscribe and tune in and talk to me out on the internet. Game on, guys. Gamer Heroes is produced by the Heroes Podcast Network and hosted by me, Derek Mayer. Follow me at the Star Trek Dude on Twitter. You can subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Podcast Addict, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at GamerHeroesPod, or Facebook and Instagram at Heroes Podcasts. Stream our latest episodes and catch other HPN shows on our website, heroespodcasts.com. Game on. <laughs>